Hare Krishna. We continue our <coughs> series of talks on suffering in spiritual life. <coughs> With the subtitle, uh, an aberration or a stage. So <coughs> is it something that happens naturally? Or is it uh, a rather strange occurrence when a yogi or a devotee suffers? Why a devotee um, may suffer? <clears throat> what could be the reason for that? What could be different reasons for that? <clears throat> we should probably begin with a uh, Gita verse. This very nice verse. In the twelfth chapter, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Yona Harishati Nadvishti. Nashochatina Kangshati Shuba Shuba Parityagi Bhakti Manya Samepriya We can even probably read word for word. <coughs> Yeah, yeah, one who, one who. No, no, never, never. Rishyati, Rishyati takes pleasure, takes pleasure. No, no, never, never. Dvesti grieves, grieves. No, no, never, never. Shochati laments, laments. No, 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 never, never. desires. Shubha of the auspicious, Ashubha and the inauspicious, Parityagi, renouncer, Bhaktiman, devotee, Ya, one who, Sa, he is, Me, to me, Priya, dear. Okay. One who neither rejoices nor grieves, who neither laments nor desires, and who renounces both auspicious and inauspicious things, such a devotee is very dear to me. Om Agyanati Merandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Meritam Yenatasma Shri Gurave Namaha Vanchakalpatarubhyasya kripa sindhu vyaevacha paritanam bhavanebhyo vaishnavevyo namo nama Yasya prasadada gyopi sadhya sarvagyatam rajayetsa shi chatanya devo me bhagavan samprasidatu May Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, <coughs> be fully merciful unto me. By His grace, a complete fool can get all knowledge in one moment. Chaitanya 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 
Tam Shrimad Krishna Chaitanya Devam Vande Jagad Guru Myasyanukam Payashwapi Mahabdim Santaret Sukham My respectful obeisances to the Supreme Personality of God, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the guru, the guru of the whole world, by His grace even a little dog can cross over a big ocean very happily and easily. Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shiyadvaita Gadadhara Shivasadi Gaura Bhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Bliss is the nature of the spirit soul. Bliss is the birthright of every soul. And uh, <clears throat> bliss is uh, the nature of bhakti. And this certainly makes for a very good um, preaching and advertisement. And definitely we f- feel, uh, when we start practicing devotional service, we probably f- uh, feel bliss. <clears throat> maybe even for three months or maybe even for nine months. Or... <laughs> or maybe even longer. <clears throat> so why not all the time? And uh, <clears throat> so why uh, some suffering appears? So yesterday we were discussing <clears throat> the story of Bali Maharaj, the story of Bali Maharaj who is one of the 12 Mahajans. So he is one of the uh, great oh, thank you, teachers of Bhagavad Dharma. And how does he become a Mahajan? <clears throat> So he passes a very severe test. Just like how do you uh, get a degree in engineering, in medicine or whatever, either bachelor's or master's or PhD, how do you get the degrees? You pass the tests. And by passing the tests, then you get a special degree and then you can do uh, special things. So Bali Maharaj becomes a Mahajan in the science of Bhagavad Dharma. And he can uh, exp- he can help us. And um, was it easy for Bali Maharaj? What do you think? If we were Bali, would it be easy for us? You had the universe, and then the universe is taken away, and then you are still blamed and accused, and even all your relatives are still blaming you. And you have given away the whole universe. And even a very merciful and kind Lord seems to accuse you. Would it be easy? Does Bali Maharaj become disturbed? Does he become angry at Vamanadev? <laughs> he feels pity for Indra. He says, poor Indra. He could... The Lord comes as his younger brother, Vamanadev. He could have asked anything. Like, for example, for pure bhakti. And what does he ask for? Just just heavenly planets. So, what a stupid choice. Just asking for heavenly planets from the Lord, the Supreme Personality of God. So, Bali Maharaj passes his tests and he becomes one of the twelve very special Mahajans. So, uh, we see that when we examine <clears throat> the Bhagavatam, we see that 
and uh, what the Acharyas are explaining, we see that in the beginning it's very natural to feel utsaha, enthusiasm, some joy, when we meet devotees, when we learn about um, the spiritual path, when we, when we learn that you are eternal. So that's very, very joyful. It actually brings joy. But then, <clears throat> we truly meet our mind. So this is a very <clears throat> big shock, because in our mind we carry a big baggage from millions of lives, and in, in our mind we have enough karma for another million lives. <clears throat> so um, this is also good, because uh, usually uh, very quickly, in the beginning <clears throat> we may think, I am I'm really great, I'm really special. But then usually uh, it's enough to try to practice devotional service according to the process as it is recommended and to realize that um, <clears throat> uh, first of all I'm obviously not an avatar <laughs> then very quickly it becomes also obvious I'm not only not an avatar I'm also not a big sage <laughs> After some times, I may even realize I'm not even a small sage. <laughs> and my mind is a rascal. <laughs> so that's very healthy. <clears throat> it's, very, it's very healthy and <clears throat> helps us to... So the false ego is the source of uh, all the anarthas. All the false ego is the source of all the obstacles. And uh, <clears throat> this test helps us to um, recognize our position, see everything that's inside. It's the path of self-realization. So to become uh, purified, to remove all the uh, karma collected, first we see it. And this can be very painful. Just like you in a garden, you turn over a stone, and from above it looked very nice, clean and dry, and then you turn it over, and under it there are so many insects crawling and worms and God knows what. And it all comes out, ooh, <clears throat> very unexpected. So same, uh, the same thing will happen in the process of self-realization. We <clears throat> try to practice the life of purity. And then uh, these shadowy minds, uh, shadowy sides of the mind come out. <clears throat> we uh, are shown everything that, that is inside. So... In the beginning, it, 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 is, it is very scary. It can also be very scary in the middle. <laughs> and it can last for a long time too, <laughs> unfortunately. <clears throat> uh, until we uh, finally realize, I am not the mind. I am not the mind. <clears throat> this is my mind. This is my mind. This is the shadowy part of my mind. So, <clears throat> that I put that baggage there, myself. However, uh, I am different, obviously, because I don't want it and it comes. I don't want it and it still comes. So obviously I'm not this mind. Obviously we are separate. <clears throat> it's obvious. I want to worship Krishna. I want to have pure thoughts. I want to love Krishna. 
and the mind rebels. The mind doesn't want to cooperate, the mind uh, throws temper tantrums, and uh, so obviously this is something separate from the real me, from my real self. <clears throat> and it's, of course, especially the problem is that in the beginning we uh, fight with the mind, we push the mind down, we think controlling the mind means just stopping everything. But the more we push it down, uh, the more it fights back, and it becomes a very uh, unpleasant um, struggle. <clears throat> there is even one uh, uh, phenomenon, it's called um, sacrilegious uh, fixation. Sacrilegious fixation. So sacrilege, you may know, it's like offense, apparat, yeah? some very offensive idea or, or, or picture. So it happens only to, only to religious people. You know, for irreligious people, it doesn't happen because they don't, <laughs> they don't care. It happens only to a religious person. When it, uh, when we try to, you know, you know, come to the temple and have the very best thoughts, and then the mind, you go away, go away, and and it, you know, throws out some dirt and something else. <clears throat> and uh, so, sometimes it became, becomes very painful, you know. The, you, and the more we fight, the more it fight back, fights back. So it's uh, it's described. It, it's not something that happens only to one person or two persons. Sometimes, and the worst is we think, oh, I'm uh, I'm the only one like this. Everybody, you see, every devotee is so happy. Every devotee is so nice. I must be the worst. <laughs> There is no hope for me. <laughs> My case is uniquely bad. <laughs> yeah, everybody. I just have to, you know, as soon as possible, go back home, back to hell. <laughs> they will go back home, back to God, and I'll go back home, back to hell. <laughs> But uh, no, it's it's a known phenomenon. It happens, and um, <clears throat> uh, what uh, is the way to deal with the mind? Again, bhakti is the best process for that because we have some positive engagement. We need to find something positive plus Krishna. We have to find something positive to redirect our attention. Just like a clever mother, smart mother, <clears throat> captures the attention of a naughty child. Uh, with something else. From the very early age, just you have the, what do you call it, rattle, you rattle, duh, 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 and then baby stops crying, ah, what is this? And then, and uh, actually, <clears throat> in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, we have one uh, very interesting quote Yatra Pushpavadalanat, Yatra. Yatra Netra Nimilanat, Sukaro Hankriti Tiago Mata Stat Tatva Vedibi. Giving up false ego is easier than pulling a petal, plucking a petal from a flower or closing your eyes. Just closing your eyes. It's easier, giving up the false ego is easier than closing your eyes or pulling a petal from, from, from a flower, plucking a petal from a flower. <clears throat> Today, 
I read some unexpected fact. It turns out that ladies blink two times uh, more often than men. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Maybe that's why Gopi's complaint. <laughs> <laughs> about Brahma. <laughs> also, um, <clears throat> ladies have twice more uh, pain uh, sensors. How do you say? Mm, nerve endings that feel pain. Two times pain? Receptors, receptors thank you. <clears throat> yeah, two times more pain receptors. But their tolerance to pain is also two times higher. So that's not quite clear. Is it? <laughs> is it good or is it bad? <laughs> Ladies can tolerate twice, much, twice as much pain as men, but they have twice as many uh, pain receptors. <clears throat> so, uh, Brihad Bhagavatamrita Sanat Goswami says that uh, giving up false ego is easier than blinking. Come on, how difficult is it to blink? You know. So we may think they had some what is this? The fairy tales. These are these what are they what these sadhus are talking about, you know? How can it be easier? I'm struggling with it with it for decades. Nothing works. <laughs> but uh, we may um, do you have this experience that you uh, have some trouble in life and you're sitting at home and you're thinking how bad everything is and you are suffering. Sometimes it can also happen without a reason. When, it's, when there is a reason, uh, it's sort of um, slightly easier, because at least you can explain. Sometimes there is no reason. You feel miserable for no reason at all. Then you start trying to find, why am I suffering? Yeah, and <clears throat> sometimes, many things. Misery is one, anger is another, you know. Sometimes you are just angry. So then we find a reason. Why am I angry? Ah, it's because of you. <laughs> you did this or that. Why am I miserable? Also, we try to find what did I, maybe I did something, maybe you did something, maybe they did something. What is the reason? <clears throat> Whatever. We may be, we may be sitting uh, very miserable in, in our home, and then all of a sudden, the door opens and we look who is that? <laughs> or the car stops and uh, we hear the sound of the closing door or you know somebody somebody comes and you see the shadow in the window yeah and immediately you look there right and at that moment you forget to be miserable in one blink of an eye you are no longer miserable, you are curious. You are looking. Just like a baby with a rattle, you know? <laughs> you are distracted from your misery. You are looking, what is that? So, <clears throat> the process of yoga puts it on a scientific basis. <laughs> we don't fall uh, victim to the mind's games. The mind will try to cheat you. The mind will tell you, no, 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 you must be miserable. There must be a reason. <laughs> <laughs> for you to be miserable. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't you dare, don't you dare, you know, be distracted. If you ignore, if you ignore me, this is a big offense. Of Krishna, not of me, of Krishna. <laughs> you don't, you cannot ignore me. 
because I'm thinking bad, bad thoughts. Oh, you think this is not bad enough? I can think even worse thoughts. <laughs> Don't you dare ignore me. <laughs> I'm very bad. You must think of me. Look here, look here. See, I'm very, very bad. <laughs> and uh, we believe, we believe. The mind is such a tricky thing, such a tricky machine. Plus, we have uh, collected so many viruses in, you know, over millions of lives. And they, they run in, in the background. So many crazy things are happening <clears throat> in our mind. Such a, such a, funny, such a funny machine. And uh, cheater, too. Big cheater. The mind is such a big cheater. For example, uh, the mind uh, tells us that um, you must be angry. Because if you are not angry, they will exploit you. If you are not angry, they will um, disrespect you or do some bad things to you. So we are angry or miserable. However, uh, when we have tried this for the last 10 years, being angry or miserable, has it helped ever? Did it ever improve the situation? Never. Never. Maybe, maybe even worsened. So the mind is che cheating. If you do not stop being angry, if you do not stop doing what you are doing, what hasn't happened so far will never happen. <laughs> but it hasn't happened. If you don't stop being angry, then the situation will not improve. But it hasn't improved in the last 20 years. Why would it improve now? Why not try the other way around? Why not actually become focused on something peaceful? Why not focus on something beautiful? Why not focus on beautiful Krishna? <clears throat> Which canto is this? Seven. Prasad Maharaj. So the mind is very tricky. And uh, also the mind tells us this machine, you know, with the viruses, tells us you have no hope. Don't even try. It's hopeless. You have already tried so many times, at least three times, <laughs> or, <laughs> or 300 times, <clears throat> and it didn't work. <clears throat> we see, for example, like the lamps, of course, I think for the last how many years the lamps are supposed to be LED, but uh, uh, are they? Or I don't see. <laughs> uh, if, it, if they are not LED, it's better for my purposes. <laughs> because Edison, you know, he had to find the, um, this filament, this <coughs> thread. So before he uh, found Wolfram metal as a workable uh, filament for the <clears throat> incandescent bulb, yeah, he had to try 3,000 materials, 3,000 metals and different materials he tried before <clears throat> he hit 
on wolfram as a workable material that since since then we we, we used for more than a hundred years and still are using <clears throat> all around so three thousand times how many times would I try before I would give up maybe five <laughs> and then I would say this is a stupid idea it doesn't work <laughs> and uh, all of us have phones computers cars with um, <clears throat> an accumul uh, accumulating battery a rechargeable battery so he also created the first rechargeable battery and uh, before he created the first lead rechargeable battery before he could find, come up with the material that works you know how many how many different um, <clears throat> combinations he tried uh, 10,000 10,000 10,000 times he tried okay this uh, iron doesn't work copper doesn't work silver doesn't work gold doesn't work this doesn't work wolfram doesn't work this doesn't work this that, that doesn't work 10,000 times the guy just wouldn't give up <laughs> if if we were like this in our japa just imagine you know if you would not if you would just not give up no i will turn my mind to krishna no i will think about krishna okay this failed i will try again that failed okay i will try again <clears throat> if he, if he tried like this i remember once i was chanting japa on a balcony of one devotee <clears throat> i was traveling with niranjan sami and we stopped in one city and on the, i was chanting japa and i looked out of the balcony <clears throat> Chanting my very attentive Java, and I noticed that in the um, courtyard or down between the buildings, there is a pile of construction materials, <clears throat> all kinds of uh, huge uh, <clears throat> concrete blocks, concrete cement blocks, piled sometimes two, three meters high. Big, you know, some either they just finished constructing or they were just going to start constructing some pile of construction materials were there and then I saw three boys came on the bicycles I don't know how, the, how these bicycles are called I, often I see they don't even have the saddle to sit on so it's like for jumping yeah? Yeah? and then they started doing such incredible things you know, I, it was such a good job I was chanting, you know, I was looking. <laughs> it was like circus, you know. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. And I was looking. The guy would jump on the first concrete block, then balance on the back wheel, then jump on the next, then ride along, then jump on the higher one, then on the other one, and then jump down without falling, just on one wheel. Yes? And I was, you know, I was mesmerized. I was just looking and thinking, my God, how much practice they have invested in this and how good is their balance. And then I noticed Japa on my hand and then I thought, how much practice did I invest? How many years am I chanting? Did I practice like them to develop balance and focus of the mind, concentration of the mind, like them. If I practiced in such a good way as they, 
What would be my japa? <clears throat> so, this is the uh, process, not giving up, <laughs> and uh, finding ways and techniques to, to focus and re redirect our attention to Krishna. At least, as Bhaktisiddhanta Sarasvati Thakur says, 100 times in the morning, 100 times in the evening. Yes, at least 200 times, <laughs> uh, bringing the mind. So that's basically like two rounds of effort, of actually working. And very often I've noticed, you know, <clears throat> so as, I, as I shared a couple of days ago, this is my favorite, favorite method, to bring the mind back, count, counting. And many, uh, many times I noticed, you know, I, so I count. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare, 17. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, no, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, no, again, 17. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna, I mean, I keep chanting on the beads, but I count the times when I tried better. And many times it happened that after a certain number, there, 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 there is a certain number, magic number. Every time it's different. <laughs> uh, I remember once I reached 22. I counted 22. And then Krishna helped. <laughs> so Krishna was also counting. Okay, let's see. Uh -huh, 20, 20. Okay, 21. Okay, 22. Okay, let me give him a little taste. Ta and then it becomes oh, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. It's all this taste. Sometimes I count 100, nothing. <laughs> <coughs> so that's. Um, you don't know what number Krishna has in mind today. But we need to show at least 100 times. So this is the technique that Bhaktisiddhantaji suggests, uh, directed to direct your mind towards Krishna. <clears throat> so um, it is possible. It is our, it is our birth, birthright. And the mind will say, no, no, you are first of all hopeless, second of all you are an, an offender. You are a big aparadi. Sometimes people even, even, did you hear this philosophy that uh, better not to chant than to chant offensively. Offens offensively. Did you hear such? A, yeah, better not to do, rather than do with offenses. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, "No, you chant." So wouldn't it be more offensive not to follow at all? Plus, also there is a famous verse uh, that Shila Prabhupada quotes in. Canto 6 from Padma Purana. Nama parada yuktanam. Yuktanam. Evarta. Nama parada yuktanam. Naman yeva harantyagam. Avishranti prayuktani. Tan yevarta karanicha. Even, here's Prabhupada's. Paraphrase. Even in the even if in the beginning one chants the Hare Krishna mantra with offenses, 
one will become free from such offenses by chanting again and again. In other words, Padma Purana says, avishranti uh, prayuktani. <clears throat> so basically, not stopping, this is the way to purify. Not stopping. Not giving up. Just like Thomas Edison. He, the guy just wouldn't give up. <laughs> so Paramatma was watching, you know, 2,788, 2,789, 2,791. <laughs> so then Paramatma decides, okay, let it work. <laughs> then we have a, in, an incandescent bulb. With a rechargeable accumulator, he was waiting for 10,000 times, counting. Still, it worked. Yeah. <clears throat> we have even, even in Kali Santarana Upanishad the <clears throat> statement. This is where we hear that um, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And in different uh, editions, after f- 1940, I think, six, uh, somebody. Uh, started printing this Kalisantrana Upanishad and they changed the two parts. They, they put Hare Rama first. <clears throat> but in the earlier editions you can see Hare Krishna is first. But at any rate, whatever is there. So the 16 names are, the Mahamantra is given and then it says Iti Shodashaka Nam Nam Kali Kalmashanashanam these 16 names remove all the contamination of Kali Yuga and Nata Para Taropayo Sarva Vedeshu Drishyate and in all the Vedas you cannot find a higher, better, more effective Upaya method, remedy uh, than this Nata other than this. Nata Parataro, higher than this Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So it's famous. This is one of the few places where Hare Krishna Mahamantra is declared as the Yuga Dharma. And, but, but then, if you read, it's a very small Upanishad. Uh, Brahma tells uh, Narada Muni, so uh, for every mantra you have a certain number given. So for Kali Santara, for the Mahamantra also you have it said that uh, you if you chant 35 million times this mantra, then uh, <coughs> you get mantra siddhi. So if you uh, chant 64 rounds, you will, you will clock uh, 35 million repetitions in 12 years. If you chant 16 rounds, you will clock it at 48, uh, after 48 years, respectively, right? <clears throat> this is why normal was, normal was 64. But also we see Sanan Goswami says that, <clears throat> our Sanan Goswami from <clears throat> this first picture says that uh, for in um, Hari Bhakti Vilas that for Krishna mantras, such numbers are not fully relevant. For Krishna mantras, uh, Krishna can give his mercy earlier. Or also may not agree to give his mercy. It's not mechanical, because this is spiritual, so therefore it's not that he just counts. 
it's not a counting game. But counting can be used, like everything else can be used uh, for for uh, advancing, for improving our practice. You know, what you count uh, grows. We had a bookkeeper in our temple, and he was saying, if you do not count Lakshmi in the temple, it disappears. <laughs> not only it disappears, nobody knows where. <laughs> Same at home. So I know Nirandan Sami, he counts everything. <clears throat> I also have started counting every, you know, every, you know, how, how much I get from wheat, from from where, how how do I spend, what what is the category? I try to count everything. <clears throat> there is also some system counting your time. We count the beads of Maha Mantra. We count if you count the good mantras. Uh, if you count the good um, qualities of devotees, that helps. Or we can count the bad qualities. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you remember who 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 remembered that we have a fast? Who remembered that we have a fasting? Okay. What do? What, what are we fasting from? Criticism. Criticism. Yes. Thank you. Anybody? Caught yourself that, uh, oh, I'm criticizing, or I want to criticize. Did anybody catch yourself? Okay. Did you, were, were you able to avoid criticizing? Were you able to divert your... Okay, very good, yes. I had a very strange criticism today. It was very easy to avoid. I don't even know if I should publicly... Anyway, I saw... a. a big expensive car and I didn't like it <laughs> on the road I thought See, it's supposed to be an expensive car and it looks like a just ugly box <laughs> on the road why <laughs> then I thought oh wait 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 that's also criticism okay no good car good car <laughs> I mean it's still ugly but why should I Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Maybe the owner never saw this car from that angle, from this side, and, uh, <laughs> or the constructor. <clears throat> so, so if we count successes, or in in um, there is a very interesting gananam. <clears throat> Yes, criticism. So there is a very famous quote from Narada Purana, which speaks about counting. <clears throat> Let me put it here. So this is... Is the size good? <clears throat> so it's Narada Purana, 1115. So, Purva Bhaga Pratamapada, chapter 15, verse 114 and 15. So, Yamaraj says, says to Bhagirat, Tat papam sama vapnoti narakam tavubhavapi papinam papa gananam. So, gananam, count, those who count sins. Those who are counting pap, sins, of papinam, of sinners. Uh, they 
Vyam Maharaj says, get the ex- they get exactly the same hell as the sinner of whom they count the sin. So if that sinner deserves hell, they go to the same hell. If this is uh, an uh, actual, proper, correct observation. However, if they accuse, they count a non-existing sin, then they get a double punishment for that sin. They get a double punishment for that sin, and uh, if they actually point out and criticize sinners who actually commit sins, then the sinners get their sin reduced by half. So if somebody criticizes you, your sin is reduced by half. Good deal, no? (laughs) But I'm, um, I don't know, I'm sometimes worried because I love to criticize critics. It's my favorite criticism. I love to criticize criticism. But critics collect sin from everybody. So if I criticize the critics, I'm worried. Do I get half of their collected sin? Or, or I mean, okay, the, the fact that they diminish, get it diminished, that's okay. But do I get... Probably it depends also on whether I attach a name to this, right? If I speak theoretically, maybe it's not so dangerous, huh? What do you think? If I don't say he, she, they do like this, huh? Hare Krishna. Anyway, you can see, if you count the sin, it also increases. So what you count increases. So if you count good things, it increases. So in the Govardhan retreats, Shachinanan, Sami, Burijan, Prabhu, they had us... Uh, collecting three jewels every day. It's one way to uh, improve some, to develop some good qualities. Every day find somebody, count three times, somebody manifests a good quality you want. Even to a little extent. A good quality you want, find it in somebody. So, and then, uh, you know, b- before going to bed, you have to find three times somebody manifesting or practicing or showing or demonstrating having this quality. <clears throat> so by meditating, just like meditating on sin, it, uh, we, we become infected by, this, by that sin. In the same way, by meditating on the virtue, on the good quality, we also uh, pave the way to developing that same uh, good quality. So counting. <clears throat> so a uh, hundred times at least we bring the mind back to Krishna. This is uh, the effort and it's possible because <clears throat> we are all spirit souls and we are not the mind. And it's our birthright. It's our birthright to perform devotional service. All of us can perform devotional service because we are all spirit souls. Uh, even uh, every, everybody can perform devotional service. Even animals. Even in the second canto we read, even insects can perform devotional service. <clears throat> there is a quote from Garuda Purana. Uh, I remember, I mean, that, uh, probably you have some experience. I remember 
uh, once um, Gopal Krishna Maharaj came to Suharivo. The devotees, early 90s, so devotees came from different parts <clears throat> of the former Soviet Union, and there was one big raven. You know, it's like a crow, but big and black. Yeah? So uh, I think the temple room was maybe like this size. And it kept trying to come through the window, and devotees would shoo him away. Then he tried to come through the door, and the devotees were shooing the raven away. And then from another, uh, from the balcony. So then finally Gopal Krishna Maharaj said, let him be. He, he is a fallen yogi from before. <laughs> so they allowed him, and he sat in the back, and he was just, you know, listening. <laughs> for the, for the, the whole lecture. Then after the lecture, he sat at the <clears throat> steps uh, on the rail, and uh, you know, uh, Mataji were trying. Oh, do do? We're trying to caress him, and he would, you know, <laughs> but he would would not fly away. He didn't, you know, let them touch him, but he did, He stayed. My friend stayed there. He said that every morning uh, he would come early in the morning before breakfast. He would sit. Uh, in front of my friend Savyasachi. He's, he's uh, working on the Mayapur temple now. <clears throat> he's one of the devotees building that temple. So <clears throat> he would sit and <clears throat> give his forehead for Savyasachi to put tilak. So he would put tilak on his forehead and after that he would fly and take breakfast. They would give him some, some breakfast. Every morning he would come over uh, for it, and you know, he get the tilak, and then he would go take breakfast. Jananda Maharaj <clears throat> has a whole book, Animals in Krishna Consciousness. It's such a nice book. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Yes, Animals in Krishna Consciousness. Just last year, now he's Goswami, and last year, Davi Shakti Madhajin Vrindavan finally reprinted this book. Finally, we have it again. Before it became a, <clears throat> it already was a very rare book. So there are many, many stories about different animals collected from around the world. My favorite, uh, somehow or other, is the uh, Vishaki. Vishaki. This is Vishaki, a cow from Malaysia. Malaysia, uh, it will. Yeah, so that's her first visits to the temple. <laughs> she came to the temple. Uh, I, Pelham, yes, from Pelham, yes. So she would come. Of course, she definitely liked prasadam. That's, I mean, who doesn't? But she would also come for kirtan. Not only that. He would come, she would come for lectures. Here you see, she's coming for the lecture. Yeah? She would come for the lectures, and you can see she's not going where the uh, men sit, she goes where the ladies sit. <laughs> she was very traditional. <laughs> you see? So. <laughs> And uh, if, if the lecture was in Telugu, she would listen attentively. She was chewing, but you know, they have two stomachs, so that's normal for them. 
if the lecture was in English, then, you know, she would try to listen and then... <laughs> she had trouble with... <laughs> Apparently English was not her first language. And <clears throat> It was not so easy for her. <laughs> she was also preaching. She would sometimes bring her friends. So she would come and she would bring her friends, here she is again, to the kirtan. And the uh, devotees are saying that you could see that her friends, some two new cows, they would come and they would look, what is this? What are they doing here? And she would push them, hey, dance, dance, this is Kirtan, you know, this is. <laughs> move, move. <laughs> and you could see that those cows felt a little, you know, uh, shy and uh, surprised. What is this? What are they doing here? <laughs> and then the temple moved and uh, they didn't have her contact, so they couldn't email her. And uh, so <clears throat> for two weeks she didn't come, but she found. She would just keep walking, keep searching, and after two weeks she found the new address and she started coming, coming to the new place in the temple. She became, she lost weight because of her search and reduced prasadam intake. <clears throat> and then finally they convinced the uh, owner to sell her. So she lived for 15 years in the temple <clears throat> as a temple cow, giving milk to the deities and everything. So, so you can see, come on, if a cow can serve, maybe there's hope for us too, no? <laughs> so cows, uh, birds, so many, so many, so many stories are there. So therefore, <clears throat> even if the mind rebels, if, even if the mind says no, or if the mind says <laughs> and comes up and, and shows very, very dirty, uh, shadow, shadowy things from um, many lives, collected over many lives, uh, still, you can say, okay, animals can serve. There are famous elephants who love to serve, and before dying, break out and then come over obeisance in Shirangam, I think. They break out of their uh, <clears throat> holding place and they offer obeisances one last time and leave the body offering obeisances. Yeah? <clears throat> so many stories are there. Uh, demons could serve, so as a soul, I can also try and serve, no matter what, regardless of what the mind uh, tries to throw at me. And this way we dis distract don't, don't try not to become absorbed in these games of the mind, in the horror movies of the mind or whatever, ghastly things of the mind, <clears throat> in the, the yellow press of the mind, the scandal mongering, and instead uh, <clears throat> give attention to the Lord. And then this is how we control the mind. So that's the, that's the trick, redirecting, refocusing. Not fighting the mind, but... Uh, paying attention to a higher object, paying attention to Krishna in a positive way. So finding uh, taste, culture, uh, cultivating taste. <clears throat> That's how 
how we are. Just like again with with children, you know, you you are able to uh, promptly distract them <laughs> with something positive and encourage them in the positive direction, right? And then they grow, they become more uh, responsible. So in the same way, the mind becomes purified gradually. Especially considering we are having such wonderful, <clears throat> wonderful books as um, Manakshikshra of Raghunath Das Goswami, <clears throat> uh, do you want to do you want to hear the remedies Raghunath Das Goswami suggests for what to do? For example, when Is it asat cheshta kashta pradapakashalibiriha prakamam kamadi prakatapata pati vati karai kaleba dohan niham iti manaita. He says, O oh mind, he, he preaches to the mind. He says, O oh mind, when <clears throat> you are attacked by the highway robbers, decoids, even just some year, I was told that even on the Amuna Expressway, some now the robbers operate. But before on the NH, what is it, NH1 or NH2, Deliagra? NH2? And NH1 goes where? Where? Jammu. Jammu, up. Oh, okay. So uh, there was a time when police would. Um, Stop in the night. If you traveled in the night, they would stop the cars to collect maybe five, and then they would uh, send only groups of five. So this way to reduce the danger of being attacked by highway robbers. <clears throat> so it's you know it's not to not to be mugged. Yeah? So Raghunath Das Goswami says, if you are attacked by decoys, by highway robbers of lust. Anger, greed, envy, pride, and uh, illusion. Six famous robbers. You know, you're going, you know, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and then they <gasps> jump on you and ah, uh, give up, give up your treasure of Krishna consciousness and be angry, be mad, be envious. Yes? So, and they <clears throat> hold us by the throat. So what does he say should you do in that situation? <clears throat> Normally we have two approaches. That's tested. Two approaches we always resort to. First approach. <clears throat> strong endeavor from our side. You try, you know, by force. You remember, okay, when you were 14, you took three karate classes. <laughs> and so now you will try it and fight with these uh, trained, uh, armed uh, six decades. Is it a very effective way? <laughs> it doesn't sound like a very... Even if you are well-trained, they probably are also trained, right? <clears throat> So it, this is the karma approach. We try harder. This is the karma approach, just by my effort. Yeah? The other approach is the jnana approach. Uh, let us analyze it. Just let's see. What happened 
in my childhood. <laughs> it's like uh, talking to these uh, <laughs> dacoids. Uh, Sir, you look very disturbed. <laughs> How is your relationship with your father, sir? <laughs> Which school did you go to? <laughs> I mean, may may work. I mean, there have been stories too. <laughs> but is it? A, I mean, these people usually are also very nervous and scared and afraid, and it's very difficult to reason. They obviously are not reasonable, right? So neither. So and these are our two main approaches to every problem: work hard, try harder, or let's analyze it. <laughs> You know, karma and jnana. That's our two main tools. So Raghunath Das Goswami says, no and no. No, no, no. So what you do, being bound by the throat and dying and being uh, dragged and being attacked, you must uh, wholeheartedly call out, Krishna! <laughs> somebody may come <laughs> and somebody does come actually Krishna comes Krishna comes and his devotees his devotees actually Vartma yeah? so they they are uh, the protectors Agabit they are <coughs> killer, you know, killer Krishna is killer of demons so they come and protect so if you wholeheartedly cry yes I don't know if you can do this in the office of course how to do this. There must be some way. I don't know how exactly. Srila <laughs> Prabhupada says he can go in the, in the, in the field and <clears throat> yeah. of course in Mayapur we have very beautiful we, we call out Golango! They are not sleeping yet. They will open again. <laughs> 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 they will open soon. <clears throat> You're in the temple. Neighbors are very far. <laughs> in the forest. <clears throat> so let's call to Goranga. Go! And they say, Jai Jai Shri Radesha. So this is Raghunath Das Goswami's method. Hmm? <clears throat> anyway, we can say, <clears throat> my therapist told me to <laughs> call Goranga <laughs> to deal with. Anyway, you can see it's a positive approach which is neither relying on my personal strength nor uh, on the power of my intelligence, <clears throat> but uh, uh, turning for help to Krishna. Turning for help to Krishna. 
And this is, this is the best. This is what we need to learn. And it's not so easy, actually. I, I know, so frequently in my life it happened that something, uh, one of the first early memories is how there was a fire, night, fire in the night. Somehow one devotee brought, brought um, his laundry from the laundry room and it caught fire in the night because it was probably hot and wet, hot and wet or something, and it ignited in the middle of the night. And I remember I heard some, I had some nightmares and there was some cracking noise and then one devotee was running around knocking on everybody's door, get out, get out, fire, fire. And I jumped out and then I saw true smoke, fire, everything. And, uh, <clears throat> and then uh, Paragyan, by the way, he has cancer now. He's in Denmark. <clears throat> he didn't lose his cool. He immediately remembered, aha, uh -huh, extinguisher is there. He grabbed the extinguisher, turned, and he... Uh, stop the fire. They still had to fix it for two months. It was insured for two months they were fixing everything. The, the floor burned, they had to change the floor, repaint everything. And, uh, but I remember when, when he extinguished, extinguished the fire, put out the fire, <clears throat> I was standing and I was thinking, something is not like it has to be. Something is missing. What is missing? Where is, what's not, what's not uh, normal? And then I remember, oh, I forgot Krishna completely, completely, because I just thought, oh, fire, what to do? Not, no, not a thought about Krishna. Yes, that's good. Grab the extinguisher, but first remember Krishna. Yeah, we see that in Vrindavan, Indra attacks. The first thing, what do the bridge buses say? Krishna, Krishna, Mahabhaga, Bhaktanam, Natantam Gokulam Prabhu, Tratum Devam. Oh, Krishna, Krishna, you are so fortunate. Uh, <clears throat> it will be very nice if you protect us from the anger of Indra. You are the Lord and protector of Gokula. So immediately they turn to Krishna. Arjuna, attacked by Brahmastra. Krishna, Krishna, Maha, Baho, Bhakta, Nama, Bhayankara. Oh, Krishna, mighty armed one with <coughs> protector of devotees. <clears throat> You, only you can save us from the fire of samsara. Hmm? <clears throat> so they immediately turn to Krishna. So this is what we need to train ourselves, to turn to Krishna. Neither uh, trying with our own strength, nor just relying on analysis, but uh, taking shelter in Krishna, turning to Krishna, turning our attention to Krishna. There's another story I sometimes tell I, uh, about how I, w I was traveling with um, one disciple of Gopal Krishna Maharaj. He was at world number one in book distribution for many years, for several years. But uh, the rumor had it that uh, he pushes books too aggressively, very aggressively. And <clears throat> so I was not sure you know what to think about how he distributes books and so we were going to <clears throat> uh, through the mountains we were <clears throat> riding in his car uh, Sankirtan van <clears throat> to a Vyasa Puja celebration in a nearby city it was in the mountains and then uh, <clears throat> uh, as we were returned we uh, on the mountain road and we were going down 
we saw that traffic is uh, jammed and the driver pushed the brake and the brake didn't work. So he's pushing again and the brake is not working. And everybody sees, you know, the brake is not working, the car is rolling down and in front there are cars uh, standing. Uh, there is oncoming traffic on the left and there is uh, <clears throat> a bus, uh, you know, like half a kilometer uh, fall on the right. And, and the brakes don't work. And I remember, I was, I think I was sitting in the front seat and I was thinking, I don't remember, so I, uh, I think I was sitting there and I was immediately thinking, oh, what to do? Brakes don't work. Uh, maybe I should, uh, so what's the most practical thing? Maybe I should open the door and then uh, try to break with my leg, foot. What a stupid idea, you know? It's a big van. It's a big van, minimum three and a half tons. You know, maximum I would break my foot, you know, or leg. You know? <laughs> it's maximum I could <laughs> probably achieve, right? The car is rolling at uh, 70 hours, 70 kilometers, 70 or 80 kilometers per hour. What? How? Well, you know, it's such a stupid idea. You know? that, that was the best I could come up with. And then uh, that uh, book distributor, as soon as he noticed, the very first thing he did, the very first thing he did, he said, Krishna, Krishna, Krishna! <clears throat> and then the, the brakes started working. You know, because the driver kept trying. And then it caught. And we stopped we just in time. We almost uh, ran into the last car, but we stopped in time. So then I understood, okay, he remembers Krishna <laughs> when it counts. <laughs> yeah. He's not he's number one not for nothing. <laughs> he has uh, actual you know because when everything is good, when I eat nice prasadam, you know this there is a <clears throat> Korean proverb that uh, after a good lunch Mountains look much more beautiful. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so you take, you know, you take a nice lunch, and you think, yes, Krishna is good. <laughs> but when the going gets tough, then remembering Krishna, that's even more important. And this is where we have to train ourselves. <clears throat> to reduce that gap from uh, <clears throat> minutes and seconds to a split millisecond immediately. First, Krishna, do whatever you can. Use also intelligence, but turn Krishna, turn to Krishna first, because only He controls. We only He is the controller. <clears throat> we are responsible for our choices and desires, but we cannot control the outcome. Only he can control. So therefore, yes, do all the effort, yes, um, use all intelligence, but first turn to Krishna. And turning to Krishna, taking shelter in Krishna, then uh, maybe our efforts, or maybe he will give intelligence, or very frequently he does something very special. Very special. 
<clears throat> and everything is Krishna's mercy. So taking shelter means also taking shelter with devotion. So <clears throat> when we learn to do this, turn to Krishna, then gradually the mind loses its power. The mind doesn't uh, have such a power over us. And then this is sattva gun. This is where you can actually learn to control the mind. That's where you can uh, <clears throat> consciously direct your mind. As Prahlad Maharaj in Hari Bhakti Sudodaya says that some people begin, I mean, when people begin devotional service, uh, after some time everything goes good, but after some time they are uh, anger, uh, lust, um, greed, whatever uh, other anarthas can be there, suddenly grows to the sky, like the Himalaya. I remember I was reading, uh, hmm? Hmm? why? It's supposed to be the other way around, isn't it? And he says, some people get uh, discouraged and give up, and they miss the whole point. Others, other people, regardless of hopelessness, in other words, not depending on their power, on their strength, on their intelligence, they just continue taking shelter in Krishna, turning to Krishna. And then, because they stop looking at these anarthas and they turn to Krishna, then compared to Krishna, these, these huge, when we look at these anarthas, they look huge. But when we uh, look at Krishna, then even the Himalayas are very small compared to Krishna. So our task is to to turn to Krishna. And then very naturally they decrease, they go away, they lose uh, their power. So we need to learn to turn to Krishna. Turn to Krishna, take shelter in Krishna. It may not be easy, obviously. So, to conclude, I wanted to ask you to do one little exercise. In the Nectar of the Ocean, Srila Prabhupada says that the guiding principle for every devotee should be to learn to see everything as Krishna's mercy. To see everything is Krishna's mercy. A combination of my karma and Krishna's mercy. So to see, to find, susamitatenu anukampam, susamikshamano. So ikshamano is looking. Samikshamano, perfectly looking. And susamikshamano is being super expert in finding how everything is mercy. This is how you say uh, also thank you in uh, Sanskrit. Anukampitosmi, anugrihitosmi. This is your mercy. Even now you say dhanyavat, <clears throat> it means I'm fortunate. So by your, by your mercy, I'm fortunate, right? So to say it's mercy. <clears throat> so this is, and uh, there are two ways to do this. <clears throat> One way is to thank, count the blessings. So again, remember the good things that we have received from Krishna. Count our blessings. Like, um, all of us here are uh, multi-millionaires. Literally. 
So one way is to <clears throat> count the blessings and, and see the good things that, that we have. Like, for example, we can say that, uh, thank you, Krishna, in the morning there was breakfast. Thank you, Krishna, I have roof over my head. <clears throat> so you can see, I was checking. Uh, now, on the black market, one kidney is $262,000. So I presume most of us have two, and even uh, uh, mostly function, functional, right? So that's half a million dollars. Half a million dollars right there, if you have to get it, right? Some people try it. I mean, they, they cannot get it. They have to go and buy it. So that's half a million dollars. Then liver, I mean, not everything is so expensive. <clears throat> Liver is one hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars. Then uh, heart is a little bit expensive, also one hundred and nineteen thousand. One hundred nineteen thousand. So <clears throat> somebody counted that. If you count everything, it comes to. Uh, it, it depends also on the market and on the geog geographical location. Different places have different prices. But <clears throat> thing is that uh, all of us are multimillionaires. One, one thing is clear, multi-millionaires, right? How much would you be ready to pay for one finger, right? How much you would be ready to pay for, for if, if something is missing? But how frequently do I say, oh, Gornitai, thank you, ten fingers, all ten still moving? So we can count the blessings. Thank you for my ten fingers. Thank you for uh, the liver, which cost $157,000 on the black market. And uh, you got it for free. We, we, uh, practically, right? <laughs> and it's al almost working. <laughs> <clears throat> so, thank you for friends, thank you for uh, clothes, thank you for... Of course, the main thing is that we are uh, in the temple, we know about Krishna, we know about the direction where we need to go, the lessons we need to learn. But uh, the second way to, to find mercy, to be thankful, is to thank Krishna exactly for the trouble that happened. Thank you that this happened, it's more difficult, but um, it's to say thank you that this happened because by this you are training me in tolerance. By this you are training me in humility. So if something happens you just stop and write down ten thank yous. Why this was, uh, uh, why you can be thankful for this exact thing that happened. Sometimes amazing things are happening when you do this. I can, can tell you if you want after the exercise. So can I ask you, please everybody, can please everybody turn to one neighbor? Everybody needs one neighbor. 
<clears throat> Can everybody please turn to one neighbor? <clears throat> everybody has one neighbor? One, one, one partner? A pair? Everybody has? You can talk to me. Yeah, Raj Kumar, maybe you can bear with it. Okay? So uh, then please um, <clears throat> decide between yourself who is number one, who is number two. Okay? In this exercise, number two will begin. And uh, <laughs> 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 number one will count. <laughs> So I will ring, it's only 40 seconds, I will ring, and then number two, uh, after, after I ring the cardinals, number two, you go back over the last month and remember for 40 seconds as many uh, things as possible for which you can thank Krishna. So begin, Hare Krishna. One month, yes. Go, 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 go. Thank you for the breakfast. Thank you for the weather. Thank you for the temple. And number one counts. For the beautiful deities, for the darshan, for the books. Okay, now change. The other, the other side. Now number one speak and number two count. No, no, number, number one lists the thank yous. <clears throat> thank you for this, thank you for that, thank you. Okay, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Now you can look around why everybody is smiling. The studies show if you write down three things you are thankful for every day, for six days, you will be 70% happier for the next six months. <laughs> and this is our culture. This is uh, what Krishna Kirtan means. Kirtan means you glorify Krishna, not complain. Oh, Krishna, or do the consultancy job, you know. Krishna, I think it would be better if you did that, and I think also tomorrow you should also do that, and it's not it's a, that you can do next month. That's <laughs> as if he our prayers often sound as if he hired us as a consultant, you know, <laughs> right? And if instead we come and thank Krishna. Thank you, Krishna, for this. Thank you, Krishna, for that. Thank you, Krishna, for that. <clears throat> Even if there is a lack somewhere, lack means something is there. <clears throat> so we can thank for whatever and for mercy. So find, a devotee is expert in finding mercy. Brahmaji says, if you are able to be like this, if you are able to find mercy, mukti padesadayabak, finished, you are free. Samsara will not bind you. You already have a confirmed spot 
at Krishna's feet. No doubt. Guaranteed. Your reservation is confirmed, reconfirmed. <laughs> if you learn this art to find mercy. And plus, it puts a smile on your face. In the beginning, it may be, you know, thank you, Krishna. <laughs> I ate breakfast. Thank you, Krishna. Yesterday, also I ate breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> but then by number four or five it becomes more lively and we start actually remembering more things that maybe even some feeling comes <clears throat> and <clears throat> so ten especially if something happens you don't like you think find how you can thank for that write down ten, ten, ten thank yous so, so, uh, or compose ten and when ten becomes easy do 15. When 15 becomes easy, do 20. So go till it becomes a little work. You know? So you need to train your gratitude muscle, what you call it, whatever we call it. <clears throat> so that's the vision of a devotee, seeing everything as mercy. And then uh, once you do this, you will see. So this is your homework, task, you must do this. And I can tell you some things that uh, will uh, probably uh, accompany this exercise, but uh, <clears throat> it will be more interesting if you try it today, tomorrow, and then uh, we, we, can, we can discuss and expand it further. So gratitude <clears throat> is and finding mercy. Finding mercy. This is how we can... Uh, accept Krishna's will, how we can surrender to Krishna, and how we can uh, <clears throat> turn to Krishna with uh, devotion, instead of anger, um, blaming Krishna for something, yes? So, to find how we can, how we can thank Krishna. This is, this is our task, the art we need to learn. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much for your kindness. Any comments, questions, points? Um, when you were talking about uh, the chanting and the struggles with chanting, um, one uh, meme that was shared by a devotee came to my mind. It said, it is better to struggle in chanting rather than struggle through 8.4 million species of life. So, it might look like struggle, the chanting, but it's worth it rather than struggling through our life and going through these different forms of life. Yes which I found very inspiring. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. One devotee came to Srila Prabhupada and said, Srila Prabhupada, devotional service is so difficult. And Prabhupada says, yes, it's very difficult, but material life is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine, with Krishna it's difficult. Just imagine how it would be without Krishna. <laughs> if you don't have where to, where to move, if you don't have direction. Right? Yes? You 
mentioned about a child, uh, when, whenever we have to distract a child, we give them positive alternatives. So what are the positive alternatives for a Krishna conscious devotee whose mind is actually taking over them? Like, if you bring philosophy to them, sometimes you think, it, it seems to be too heavy. Everything, like, it's mostly on the negative side, the unless and until suffering doesn't come, you'll not understand. So there's so many things. So what are the positive alternatives we can have in our life so that a devotee who is not whose mind is taking yes. over them, what can bring them closer to Krishna and to devotees? This depends on your individual taste. Some devotees become very inspired by deity darshan, by deity worship. Some devotees by kirtan. And even devotees who are not inspired by kirtan may find some kirtan that will inspire them. You know, if some, some, uh, or there will be some bhajan. So it's very, again, there are uh, amazing songs by Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So we can uh, sing, and I think we have we have it on. Uh, let me see. It's there. If you see, if you go to vhc.org, then uh, here is audio, and then you can see there is uh, Bhakti Bringa Govinda Swami and Nanda Nandan. He's in New York now, I think. He was Goshala. He's a Bengali. He was a Goshala manager. He's a singer. So here you have songs of Bhaktivinoda Thakur. So you can listen. I think. I think there's also translation there. <clears throat> so pajans. Huh? Krishnamagic.com. Yes? Oh, Shanagati and Gitavali is there. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, but philosophy also helps. <clears throat> Even if our books are very, very merciful, it's a very merciful form of meditation. I, I remember when I was struggling in this hellish period, <clears throat> I uh, was reading Canto 2, and you may know that Canto 2 is rather philosophical, technical, it's almost like dry. In, in some places, and I remember I was so disturbed by, oh, why this, why that, and oh, and I was reading, and I, uh, by the end of the paragraph, I did not remember how it began, <laughs> yeah, because the mind was racing, racing, and but I kept trying to keep reading, and I kept reading, and I read, and I read, and then after maybe 10, 15 minutes, some, something would catch my attention, and then I would keep reading, and then after half an hour, I would become absorbed. And then I would try to remember why I was so disturbed. What was this so disturbing? I don't remember. Let me read. <laughs> so they are very merciful, and the mercy is that they continue, right? And they catch your mind. It's such a merciful meditation. They catch your mind. <clears throat> uh, temple, samseva, devotee association, prasadam, mahaprasadam, uh, also um, extremely powerful. Yeah. So when you try to help others share something about Krishna with others. That's very powerful. So you find what uh, in, is the most inspiring for you, personally. Okay? Hare Krishna. Yes. Uh, it's 8.34, so maybe we can have it as the last question and then... Right? Any, who, anybody else has question? A question? Okay, so let's 
here, Rajkumar Prabhu, and then uh, if anybody else has, we can continue afterwards. Yes? You talked about counting sins in somebody else. What, what is, I couldn't understand what you mean, like uh, you're accusing somebody or fault-finding? Yes, fault-finding, criticize, fault-finding. But sometimes you find fault to improve them, right? To tell them that you are doing this wrong or... You know, yeah, yes. So even that is considered? No, your disciples, you must correct. Not disciples. <laughs> <laughs> That's your job. <laughs> you must criticize. But that's your that's your job description. But even then, I remember uh, I was sort of brought up in Krishna consciousness in the zone of Hari Kesh Swami, and he was very. He had. It seems that his followers were super dedicated and loyal, but he was saying that I. It, it seemed that they would accept anything he says, that they are ready to sacrifice anything looked like. But uh, he said, I'm trying to give not more than one correction to a disciple per day. So even though they seemed so dead, so surrendered, so dedicated, so loyal and faithful, still he, even, even to such disciples uh, he tried to give not more than one per day, right? Who accepted him as such a vignetarian. Uh, so if somebody uh, accepts you as an acharya, <laughs> and uh, they will accept your correction, then it's your duty to correct. But then you see how much they can stomach, how much they can digest. You know, so like well, even good food, you know, they can be indigestion. So you give it you know, little by little. Same with children. So I, I, did I say about uh, this uh, chastising, that how I joined and on in the, in the temple? There was a list of Vaishnava etiquette, and number 31, it, that it said many things, interesting things, that don't eat yogurt and chickpea in the night. I didn't even know what chickpea is, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yogurt, okay, something okay. Why? Hmm, all right. But then number 31 said, Vaishnava doesn't chastise anybody except his children and disciples. So I thought, okay, I was 19, you know. So children I don't have, disciples I don't have either. So who do I chastise? <laughs> <laughs> we can add employees. If you're workers, you, have, you must correct. Mm -hmm. So this is what Prabhupada writes in the Bhagavad Gita, in the austerity of, of speech. This is 17.14. Srila Prabhupada says, this is the very first austerity, 17.15, sorry, 17.15. The very first, Anudvega Karam, five austerities of speech. The first one is not disturbing. And Srila Prabhupada says, one should not speak in such a way as to agitate the minds of others. Of course, when a teacher speaks, he can speak the truth for the instruction of his students. But such a teacher should not speak to those who are not his students if he will agitate their minds. So in other words, you, you speak uh, for a purpose. So you want to benefit the, per the person. So you see how to give it, how to present it in such a way that they benefit. 
right? And do they, will they listen to you? Do they want, did they ask a question? You can see Parikshit in the first canto, he repeats his question to Shukadev Goswami. And the Acharyas are saying, Aprishto nabruat. Not asked, don't speak. So even though Shukadev Goswami came to teach, still, because uh, there is such a rule, it's in Manusamhita also, that uh, <clears throat> therefore Parikshit, again he, he is asking, what's the duty of a dying man? And then Shukadev Goswami begins to speak. <clears throat> so if you, and then what if the person doesn't ask us well then if it's my problem with them then we try to present it they call it compassionate communication we have I think uh, Sukhavaha Mataji and Bir Krishna Maharaj they printed compa- yes non-violent communication and uh, compassionate communication there are ways Bihari, you can ask he, he gave also very nice seminar is is here. Seventeen fifteen, Bhagavad Gita. <clears throat> See, Braj Bihari Prabhu also is here. Listening, speaking, resolving conflicts. He's, he gives some very practical methods here. So there is a way to present it, or uh, um, you can. Sh- show empathic understanding that you understand their problem and then they will ask what, so what do you think I should do and then you can then, then you, you speak right? otherwise it just doesn't go through right? okay <clears throat> Hare Krishna the night is young but we aren't. Shri Radha Madan Mohan, Shri Shri Gornita, Sita Ramlakshman Hanuman, Kijai, Shri Prabhupada, Kijai.